Basically how I know I'm loved is that God blessed me with a church. God provided us with the scripture. He didn't just uh, leave us on our own to try and figure out what we were supposed to do, but he gave us his own word. When people pay attention to me or like really listen to how I feel, that makes me feel really loved. Because I have a family surrounding me who loves me every day and tells me that every day. Throughout the week, if I'm ever feeling down on myself, you know, he'll um, just pop a phrase into my head from a song or the Bible. Uh, they always, if we make a mistake, they always forgive us. Uh, he described everything in the way that he sent his son to earth so that we would know, that we wouldn't just forget about it, that we'd have something to have testimony for. And um, I just know that God loves me by blessing me with a church and a family that loves God. And he just sends people into my life that bless my life. The Bible um, says that he loves us. Jesus sacrificed himself because he loved me. When I pray, I know that he's listening. And I can just feel it in my heart that he knows that I'm talking to him. Also, if he didn't love us, he wouldn't send Jesus to die for us. And I know that he loves me through his actions. I know that someone loves me when they show up. If there's something going on in my life, they are there to support me, especially in my weakest moments. One time, I walked into my grandpa's house, and he knew that there was something wrong. He took the time to see if I was okay and sacrificed himself for my betterment. Countless times in the Bible, Jesus has this trait for his people. He shows up and takes over in their time of need. This can be seen in Matthew 8, 1 through 4, right after the Sermon on the Mount. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be cleaned. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priests, and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. After researching this passage, the gravity of the story really came to life for me. The meaning and understanding of the term leprosy is important. According to the International Standard Bible Encyclopedia, both ancient and modern writings show considerable confusion about the terminology for leprosy. The Hebrew word is hard to define exactly, but it can be deduced that leprosy, now known as Hans disease, was defined more than just leprosy, than just Hansen's. Any skin discoloration or lesions or abnormality could have been classified as leprosy. No matter the severity or type of the skin disease, they were all subject to the same law. According to Osborne in his Matthew commentary, leprosy was seen as an unclean disease in which the people were excluded from the community, made to wear their hair and clothes in complete disarray, and they had to yell unclean when approached by anyone in the community. We do not know how long it had been since the leper had had human contact. His desperation is shown in breaking the law by going near and kneeling before Jesus. However, Jesus shows his love and compassion and reached out and touched the man. It is made clear in the following story with the centurion that all Jesus really had to do was say a word. In fact, the way that Matthew organizes the book illustrates this point. 
From the IVP background commentary, Matthew groups together nine stories containing ten specific miracles. Matthew wants his reader to know that Jesus is the Messiah who has authority and compassion. His compassion is shown through the touch, and his authority is shown through the cleansing. Jesus proclaimed, be clean, and immediately he is cleansed. However, his authority did more than cure the skin disease. The Greek word for cleanse is katharizo, which has two meanings, cured and cleansed. Jesus not only had authority over the physical disease, but he had the authority for the cleansing to be reinstated back into society so the man could return to his family and friends. That is why Jesus says to go to the priests in verse 4. Jesus' willingness to use his authority restored the leopard's life. Imagine, a total outcast, and then Jesus shows up and changes his whole world. In my own life, I have felt this compassion and authority. If you have ever been around me, you probably have noticed my positive countenance and attitude. Although I cannot take credit for the light that shines through me, nor can I say that it is due to my everyday life being filled with happiness. There are some days where I didn't know where to turn and I felt weak and it was just too much to bear. I actually graduated high school yesterday. <laughs> now. <laughs> I had a wonderful experience all in all, but there were times of desperation, times where I did not know where to turn or what to do next. But I learned through these times about the incredible God that we all serve. As I reflect, I can see where I was weak, and he was holding me up like a father helping his daughter to walk. My weak legs stumbled, and my father picking me up and helping me to walk again. It is when I am weak that he has the opportunity to show me his love. I think that in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, that it is illustrated perfectly. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This is Paul. He went on countless missionary journeys, preached to thousand, thousands, and God used him to heal others. He could boast in the great things that he did, but he chose to boast in his weaknesses. Because it is in our weaknesses that we can truly experience and embrace the strength that Christ has given us. I too try my best to delight in my weaknesses because when I am weak, I know that I am loved. When I am weak, I know that I am made strong. All of us can hold on to that promise. Even though we are weak, Jesus loves us because he wants to. Please pray with me. Dear God, Lord, we just want to thank you so much for this day, and we want to thank you for all of the blessings that you pour onto our lives and for your son dying on the cross for us. 
Lord, thank you for the strength that you give us and that in our weaknesses, we can feel strong because we know that you are there for us and you are working in our lives. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise and glory. Amen.